Okay. I'm doing very short today. So yeah, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not feeling 100%. Yeah, what's wrong? Right. Okay. So it's Yud Tess Um Yeah. Right, we'll see where the net, where, where, where it gets, sorry, where it gets wider, one, two, three, four, five. Five lines down from where it gets wider, but Omro, can you see the double dots? Omro, be sure I've been lazy. Alright, Danny, show show Clive where we are. Are you haven't started yet? No, no I've just, uh, waited just started for you. now. Omro, be sure I've been lazy. Yeah, thank you. There were two dots there. Okay, but Omro, be sure I've been lazy, but Estrem, Abba, Makamas, Bezdin, and Al-Kavada, Rav. There are 24 places where the Bezdin excommunicates somebody, uh, literally, which means where they, where the, they insult the dignity of a teacher. But it, it sort of encompasses more. In other words, if, some, if somebody also is mazalzal, that means he's, um, insults or belittles as a Kamos Chazal that's included in this as well and all of them are mentioned not it doesn't mean in our Mishnah it means generally in our Mishnahs yeah where, where are they go and find it go and do a bit of homework <laughs> so, so Loza went and investigated he found three occasions where somebody was put into Khairam, it was excommunicated for being Mavaza a teacher or for being Mavaza to Kons Chazal. Number one is Hamzalzal bin Tilasadaim. There was somebody who belittled. In other words, he, he, he made fun of the Tarkonos Chazal of Natilasidaim before eating. And somebody who speaks badly of after they're not alive anymore that's why the Gemara mentions it here because you remember last week we mentioned that and third of all I make you start to clap in Milo and somebody who is sort of over familiar a bit chutzpahdik with, with Hashem with Rabbi Shalom those are the three what's the third definition what, do we have a definition of the third one yeah I make you start to clap in somebody who is insolent somebody who's chutzpahdik Towards the Rabbin Shalom, he's over familiar. We'll, we'll, we'll have an example of it. So we'll see exactly what he means. Hamasat, now, first one is Hamasapach Mitos and Shalom, Even though that's not the first one mentioned, but being presumably that it came from last, the reason, the whole reason why we mentioned this is because that's what we were talking about. So that's the first case. Hamasapach Mitos Shalom, You speak such, uh, badly about the memory of a Tamat Chacham, Mahi. What's, where was that mentioned in the Mishnah? It's just none. We mentioned it in a Mishnah as follows. So there's a mission in Idios, which says, Who are your Ima? Akabi ben Mahanalu used to say, Ain Mashkin, one does not give the cider water, Lias, the cider, the cider water, yeah. Lias, not so Lias for Lias Hamashu or not to a freed Shifra Kananis. That means a freed slave woman. Which later has become a cider. Yeah. So the thing is like this. What, what is the din of sight? So the din of sight is like this. A man suspects that his wife, and I'm not going to go into all the halachas of it, but a man suspects that his wife has been unfaithful. What happens is she is taken to the base of Mikdosh, 
where she's made to drink water. And if you remember, we learned that you take, you write out certain things on a parchment, and you dissolve that parchment into the water, and she drinks that water. If she's lying, and she was unfaithful, then she'll die a horrible death, as it says in the Pasha. If she is, if she was not unfaithful, then everything will be okay. So, what he came, what Akavimah Mahalalel said is that a normal Jewish woman, you would give this water to drink. But a a convert, not a freed woman, somebody who was a Shifra Kananis, and she was freed, you don't give it to him. Why? Because the, in the Posuk, it says, Daber al Bnei Yisrael. So, Bnei Yisrael, Rabbi Mahalalel learns this must be somebody who was born Jewish. Not only they're Jewish now, but they were born Jewish. So if they were born Jewish, it means a Gyoris who wasn't born Jewish, also wasn't. Then you don't give them this water. We do give them to drink. I presume because they are now Jewish, therefore that's, uh, that you give it to them. But Omrelai, that was the Machlaikas. But Omrelai, and the Chachomim said, in support of their view, Meiser, the Kaukamis, Shivchom, Meshachreris, Rushalayim. There's a story that once happened in Yerushalayim connection with the Charkamis. Now, Rashi says Charkamis means either that was the woman's name, or Charkamis means she came from a place called Charkom. But whatever, there was a woman called Charkamis, and she was a Shifcha Meshachreres. She was a freed Shifcha Kananis. And Vehishkua Shmai Ve'avtalion. Shmai and Avtalion, who were in the generation before Shammai and Hillel, and they were the Nossi and the head of the Sanhedrin, respectively. So they were basically the Gedai Okay. Huh? Yeah, yeah, one minute, we're coming to it. And Shemai and Avtanyan, they gave her the sight of water. So the Chachamim said, you can see from here, that a Shivcham Meshachreres, and by extension of Kiyoris as well, you do give uh, a sight of water to. But Omolahem, uh, so, so, so they brought a proof, but Omalahem who's the one who says you don't give, he you know what he said to them? Dugma Hishkua. You know why they gave her size of water? Because they were just like her. Because they were a Gairim as well. Who were they? Ashmaya and They came from San they were they were Gairim as well, so they looked after their own. So to say, in other words, they gave a shifchamishachreres and also like similar to Giyaris, they looked after their own type because they were gerim. Therefore, even though you're not supposed to, so a kavim says, really, you don't give to gerim. But you know why Shmaya Talim did it? Because Shmaya Talim were gerim themselves, so they look after their that's own, so to say. Yeah, exactly. So and the aunt, that's what they said. because he was so sort of chutzpahic to say that. In other words, because oh, Akavya ben Manalel yes. said about Shmaya Talim, yes, oh, yes. you know, they, he, he, yeah. he looks after his own yes, sort yes. just because they care him. They do. They put him in. They excommunicated oh, him yes. for insulting Shmaya and Avtalion. Or Meis ben he died in a state of excommunication for Sokru based in Esarana, and the court had his coffin stoned, which means that they they put a large stone on his coffin. Because that's uh, that's what they used to do if somebody used to die while it was still in Nidu, it's still in Chayrim. But, but they are still buried in, in a Jewish. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. But what that means is, so that's the case of Masapa, so that's what we find in a mission of Masapa, that you're saying badly about Shema Naftal, and Shema Naftal were no longer alive at the time, and because Akabib and Halil spoke badly about them, he was put in Kherim. So that's our first case. Right, but it goes further. It, not only does it um, slight the, the, the memory of, of the Muhammad, it also has halakha implications, because he suggests yeah. that, that they bent halakha as well. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what he was saying. In other words, they did the wrong thing. They shouldn't have done that. Yes. But because it was people like them, they sort of did it. And they learned it differently to the Hazel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second case was Hazel, somebody belittled the case of washing your hands before eating. May, what's that occasion? To snum. We've learned that's the following Mishnah, the next Mishnah in Idiot. It says that, Om Rabbi Huda, says Rabbi Huda, Chas Vishalom Shakavim Mahalalim Nisnado. Referring to the first case, Chas Vishalom, that Kavim Mahalalel was excommunicated. Why? She'en Azoran in Eles al Kol Odom Yisrael. The doors of the courtyard of the base of Migdosh didn't close on anyone. Kol Odom Yisrael, anyone in the entire nation of Yisrael, who was as great as a kavya b'ma'alalel b'chokma and chokma in wisdom, b'tara, purity of Yerah's hate and his fear of sin, k'akavya b'ma'alalel. In other words, it's imp- impossible that a kavya could have said this, because a kavya was a very, very great man. So, oh, oh, so who was it? Elas minidu. Who was it that they actually, they didn't, they didn't communicate. <coughs> it wasn't a covenant Who was it? It was Elozah ben Chanoich. It was Elozah ben Chanoich. She picked paper and Telesidayim. He belittled the Takonos Chazal on the Telesidayim. And it was him, Och Shamei, so when he died, Shalchu Bezdi and the court sent its agents, Venich Evan Gadad al Araina, they put a, a large stone on his coffin, Lamdachar to tell you, Shekhala Mesnada, and Mesnadoya, that if anyone is excommunicated and they die while they are in a state of excommunication, Bezdi and Cyclus around the court will put the stone on his coffin. Now, the Kasha is that they have a Farshim ask as follows. How we, one of the things that we learned out was that is put in the chayim. Where do we learn it out from a mahalalel? Now the second Mishnah tells us it wasn't a mahalalel. So how can we learn that is put into nidri? So the mafarshim answer say yeah. They're not arguing, in other words, the second Mishnah is not arguing that somebody who's Masapa Achamitos and Shalmid Chomem, somebody who speaks badly about Tamid Chomem shouldn't be put into Nido. Yeah, they should be put into Nido, but only it wasn't that Akabi Ben Halalel. Chasrani wasn't Akabi Ben Halalel because he was a great man. But whoever does speak badly about Tamid Chomem should be put into Nido, so we can learn it out from. The argument stands. This was the third case. Somebody who is cheeky or over-familiar towards a Kunshbarach. Mahi, what is the case? Just now we learned in the Mishnah in Tan, it's a very, very famous Mishnah. Sholach Shimon ben Shetach l'chani ha-magal. Shimon ben Shetach sent the following message to Chani ha-magal. Now, Chani ha-chani was his name. Magal means a circle. He was known as Chani ha-magal because the Gemara tells us in Tan, as far as there was a drought and there was no rain falling. 
So Chani Hamagol, Chani, he, he, he made a circle, drew a circle, stood in the circle, and he said, I'm not moving from here till it rains. I mean, you know, he was able to speak to Hashem like that. So what happens, it started trickling with rain. So he says to, that's not sort of rain that I asked for. <laughs> and then it started coming out with a vengeance, like Irma and, and, and Harvey. Too much. Right? He said, it's too much. I didn't ask like this either until it became normal. So that was that was the story in time. So now let's go to Agamor. You ought to be excommunicated for your behaviour. Right? Were it not for the fact that you are Chani the great man, Chani, I would excommunicate you myself. What can I do? You behave disrespectfully, over familiar to Hashem. And Rashi says because uh, you, because you know you say well, not like this water, not like that water. You, you, you don't speak like that to Hashem, and presumably also it doesn't say that in Rashi, but also perhaps because you drew a circle and said I'm not moving out of this circle until you bring rain. That's, that, that's, exactly, that's also a bit of a chutzpah to speak to Hashem like that. You say, bring rain, but to say I'm not coming out of a circle till you bring rain, he says. So I would normally I would put you into. A what do you call it? I would put you into nidri. Um It sounds early but, Hasidic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I said the But but how can I? Sorry, I will answer. What can I do? You behave disrespectfully towards Hashem. Nevertheless, he fulfills your wishes. Like a son who behaves disrespectfully towards his father, and the father still does the will of uh, 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 of, of, of his wishes. Regarding such a person, the apostle says, May your father and mother be happy. May she who bore you be glad. In other words, you obviously must be on a very high mandrager that you can make these sort of speak like that to Hashem and Hashem fulfills your words so therefore I can't put you into th- into Cherem but again even though he did, didn't put him into Cherem we can see that if a person speaks like that to Hashem he ought to be put into Cherem he says well what can I do obviously the fact obviously the fact that Hashem look, you know, follows what you said I can't put you into Cherem but you ought to be put into Cherem so we can learn out if you're over familiar with Hashem you get put into Cherem so why did the Gomorrah bring a better example what? It's a poor example. For That's the only example because what happened was he. Well, just a minute. We said there's twenty four, twenty four yes. places. So he said, he says, go and look. Yes. Where are they? Go and look. And he could only find three. Yes. So these were the examples. So you can't bring another example because this is the only example which is in the Mishnah. You see now the Gemara asks, well, there are other cases as well. Yes. There are other cases. And the Gemara will answer, but that's not in the Mishnah. You see? And when it was mentioned, it says, the Kulon Shonin of a Mishnah Seinu. They were all learnt in a Mishnah. So in other words, you can only bring an example of these three cases if they're from a Mishnah. You can't bring another example. Not a Bryce, no, you can't, why, can't. Why not? Well, no, because that's what the person said. Rabbi Shua Ben Levi said, "But Ezra Avama comes best in Adam Kavod Rav for Kulon Shonin of Mishnah Seinu, and all those twenty-four cases are mentioned in Mishnais. Oh, it explicitly says Mishnais. it's in the Mishnais. It says explicitly in Mishnais. You can't bring it for a price. So let's just go a little five minutes further. 
For Suleka, are there no more cases? If I could tell you, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef taught the following brisa. Titus Ishraimi, Titus of Rome. Now, Titus was a, a, a prominent, important uh, Jew who lived in Rome. Hinig Espenay Raimi, he instituted a custom for the Jewish people of Rome, Lachilon Kadoim Kulosim Psochim, to eat a Gedima Kulus on, on the night of Pesach. Now, let me tell you what a Gedima Kulus is. It's like this. The Posik says as follows. That when you offer the Korban Pesach, it says, Roshai al-Karov v'al-Kirboi. Karov, the head, al-Karov and his knees, v'al-Kirboi, it's insides, it's intestines. And the way they used to eat it, it with the Korban Pesach, the way they used to do it is they used to cut the knees and the, uh, take out the intestines and put it on the side. Like a person, so to say, going to war, he will have his gun on his side and everything ready. So therefore it's called the Gedi Makulus because the word Makulus means armed. As if he was armed, as if he had his gun there sort of thing. That's how they used to have it in the common place of times and times of the base of Mikdosh. So along came this Ishra, Titus Ishraimi, and this was long after the base of Mikdosh, after the Chorban and he told the people they should eat it like that. In other words, that they should have the common Pesach, they should have the, on, on, on uh, Pesach night, they should have a gadi, which is a kid, a goat, mukulosin, done in the same way with the intestines and their knees and so on on the side. After the Chorban. After the Yeah. So we'll see in a minute what the problem is. Shalach le Shimon ben Shotach, the same Shimon ben Shotach, if it was in fact that you were the great Todos, a very important person, I would excommunicate you for instituting you're causing Eden to eat something that looks like a carbon Pesach outside of Yerushalayim because if somebody sees it they will might think right that it's a real carbon Pesach because that's how the carbon Pesach was offered and they will then assume that you're allowed to eat Kobonus outside the base of Middush so therefore because you did that Therefore, I would have put you again, I would have put you into court, you, you deserve to, to have, to, to, to be excommunicated, but I'm not going to excommunicate you. Why? Because you are the great Todgers. So here's an, another example, this is another example of a case of where somebody who flouted rabbinic tradition, went against Tarkonos Chazal, was put in Nidu, or should have been put into Nidu. And I'm the guy, this is your point here, Clive. The Mishnah Seinuka Omrinon, the Hobraiser here. We said that Rebeleza could only find three things like this in the Mishnah. The Hobraiser here, but this is a Braiser. So therefore it can't be counted. Let's just go one one little bit further and then we'll leave it at that. Sorry, the difference between Braiser and the Mishnah, I'm not clear. Alright, the difference between the Mishnah and Braiser is as follows. Like, the Brighton, both Mishnah and Braiser were put together by Tanoim. But the word brysa comes from the word bar. Bar means left out. So what it is is when Rebbe, that means Rebbe Huda Nasi, put together Mishnais, he took the main, the main, most, what he considered the most important points and put it into a Mishnah. So a Mishnah therefore has got much greater authority than a brysa. A brysa is also, people think a brysa was made by Maroim. It wasn't. Brysa was also made by Tanoim but it hasn't got the same authority as the Mishnah. So since we're talking about what is written in the Mishnah, therefore this was not counted. One, so one thing more. Of Masnitin Lekha, 
and are there no more such cases in our Mishnah but we learnt in the following Mishnah. This is a Mishnah that's a bit complicated in Kalim, as follows. Sorry, can I just can you just close the door? Now, what happened was like this: a klicheres, klicheres is an earthenware um, keli, earthenware vessel. Earthenware means that if you take the clay from the ground and you put it in a furnace and it hardens it, and that's how it becomes a clear charis. Now, an, a clear charis is different from other kalim, that you can't be metarit, if it becomes tome, you can't just put it, you can't put it in the mikvah, you've got to break it. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. So now we're talking about what happened. We learned in the Mishnah, that means like this, it became tome, this oven, and the way, so what he did was the way he broke it, he didn't just smash it on the floor, but he cut it into horizontal rings. Okay? And then what he did was he took sand and put the sand between each of the rings and that cemented it together. Okay. Now, one minute. There's some machlokas now between Rebeleza and the Chachomim, whether it's Tomei or not. Right? Rebeleza Metire, Rebeleza's Metire, why? Because he says the definition of a clear cheres is it must have been put into a fire, a furnace, where sand was not put into a furnace, so this is not proper clear cheres, so therefore it's time. It's a completely new. Yeah. Uh, completely new. Uh, correct, theory. correct, correct. But Chachomim Matam, the Chachomim say no, that since the old pieces of the, of, of the pieces in between the sand are clear cheres, Therefore, it's albeit that is put together by sand. Nevertheless, it's tomates, and that's the machlokas in uh, in Kedem. And the zeil tanura shalachnoi, and this oven, this was a klicheres oven, which the machlokas was about, where the sand was in between. It was called the oven of the coiled serpent. In other words, a serpent that uh, a snake that like a nochosh that goes round and round you. You know, it goes, it wiggles round. This was called the tunnel, the oven, shalachnoi, of, a, of a, a serpent, a snake that goes round. Why? It means that the Chachomim surrounded Rebeleza and they brought a lot of proofs that it's Torah. Nevertheless, he was Matamaret. Yeah, they, we said like this. Rebbe Lezer said it's Taha, yeah. and the Chachomim said it's Tomei. Yeah. And the Chachomim brought many, they surrounded him with many, many proofs. That's why it's called like uh, uh, the Tanosh of a coiled serpent. Now the same way that serpent will, will coil itself round you, right? So here as well, they surrounded him and proved to him that's what the what the Chachomim said that it's Tome stands, but nevertheless he was matire. But, 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 yeah, yeah. Now in the moment you take a, 
that's true that's, that's true that's true but they said that since you that they said since you put it together and it's the same one as before that makes it then it's still considered it doesn't mean that it's actually Tome it means it's Mokshila Kabul Tome that it can become Tome in other words it is out again it's like if you, for example, if you take a a a, um, a, a klicheres and you throw it on the floor and you break it, right. you can still take the pieces and put it together. Right. So, oh, so this is what they did, and then it becomes a klicheres again. Then it's mukshel kabel tomer. So here as well, that was the argument, not whether it's tomer or top, but whether it's mukshel kabel tomer or mukshel kabel tomer. But anyway, that was the machlokes. And therefore, Avatanya, and we learned a price here about this, I saw Yom on that very day, Eviu Koltar Shatir Rebeloza. Remember, Rebeloza said this contraption was Tara. And therefore, he allowed people to bake in this oven, it was no problem. And because the Chacham held it was Tome, all the food which he had said was okay, they, they, they burnt it. Sroff and Afonov, they burnt it in his presence because it called it to them as Tome. All of a sudden, at the end, Berchu. Now, Berchu normally means they blessed him. But here means the opposite. They, they curse him, they, they put him in the Chayrim. So here we have another case, right? And this is, this is in a Mishnah. This is, this whole story was in a Mishnah in Kalem regarding, um, that Rebeleza went against the, even though they proved to him, he still went against what they said. So it was like flouting, uh, saying against the other Rabban, which is, which is exactly the same as not giving covers to, to the, to the, to, to the, these other chachim. And he was putting Nidoy for it. So why isn't that an example? And the Gemara, Philahokha, Nidoy, Masnisin, Leitzanana. The, the, the Machalikas of between Rebbe Lezer and the Chachomim is in a Mishnah. About whether it's Tomei Atar, with the sand, etc., etc. But that they, that they burnt everything in front of him and put him, and, and, and made him, and put him into the Chayram, that is in a Brisa. Yeah, yeah. So one last final thing, and so where are you going to find the 24 cases? You can only find food, Rabbi Shur ben Levi says 24, Rabbi Shur ben Levi, Madame Milson and Minson, Rabbi Shur ben Levi, who mentioned 24, he compares one case to another, Rabbi Lezer, Madame Milson and Minson, and Rabbi Lezer does not, just, just look at Rashi there, Madame Milson and Minson, what does that mean? Kol Mokam Shirov Masnisen, whatever he saw in the Mishnah, Shenechlech HaYochet Rabim, that a Yochid, one rob fights against the rabbim, machlokas gadayla, and he makes a big machlokas about it. Mm-hmm. Or whatever one of the chachomim speaks badly about somebody who's greater than him. Mm-hmm. In other words, he used to take say from these three mishnayos. Taka mentions mafurish, right? But we can learn from that that in an example of any of these cases where either one. Um, one Rav fights against other, the majority of other Rabbonim, always says something bad about it. Any case where he says that, therefore, that person will also deserve to go to Nidit Chayram, and there are 24 such cases. Mm-hmm. But, but one minute, the Rebbe Lezer, Lezer says, no, 
we can only learn what is actually says Mephurish in the Mishnah. You'll say in Chachamim, it's the principle, we learn the principle from these three Mishnahs, and therefore any other case where it happens, we can say that as well, that comes to 24. No, Rebelez is saying, we're not Madame Milsa, but Milsa, each case is on its own, and I can only find three cases which Mephurish say that person was going to Nidane. Okay, we'll leave it here, sorry, yeah?